0: CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. The car saga appears to be coming to a close, ladies and gentlemen. Hercules, Hercules. That's what it seems like. I took the car down, got the check engine light, the mysterious check engine light checked out, no pun intended. The technician who was a cool dude checked it out. And he couldn't explain it either, but he couldn't explain why it went off. And he thinks that the 12 volt might've been the cause that it just set off a bunch of stuff. So we're working off of a theory. Now what that means is I'm green light to get the hell out of here. And that means that I have to take the risk and I'll be driving Again, it's about a day and a half by my estimate. Now, I am going to s- stretch it out a little bit just for sanity's sake because I'm planning to do it over the weekend. So if I can get out of here Friday evening, which is the plan, I would drive until I get extremely tired and then I would shack up somewhere. That would put me, I'm guessing, based on the time estimates, probably somewhere in New Mexico It's my guess. Hotel up, then set out again. Either I go straight towards Oklahoma or I curve off Texas and go north. I haven't decided that yet, but then I'll shack up again. So I'll probably get through two or three states, shack up again. Have to try to avoid the rem- the remnants of this winter storm. That's the next thing on deck is to try to see if we can avoid that nonsense. And the route that I was, was selected for me at least was to avoid mountains as much as possible. So I could go north, but I'm pretty much heading straight into the mountains. And for those that have never driven in the mountains, it's not fun. I've driven in the mountains before. I didn't want to do it this time, especially because the car I have doesn't have the tires I really want, which is something I have to order, too. I have to order up these. uh, There's a certain brand of tires I always get because they're just sick like that, sick with it, as the kids say, for all season. They, They just work in every single bit of weather. So the plan is to try to get those tires again and then get them installed before I leave. If I can pull that off, we're out of here. I still have to finish packing. I'd had hold, hold off packing because I wasn't sure with this car. And then I got to coordinate getting my other car shipped up and put in storage. So it seems like I'm near the finish line, folks. But time will tell. But at least I got past the worst of it. And, of course, money continues flowing in the account. So that's always good. i uh, pretty sure they, yeah, pretty sure I'm all cut up on payments and money that I was due. So... I don't, I, as I thought about it now, now I was having second thoughts about the place I'm going. And I wanted to get a different place. It's not gonna change for now. I'll just have to deal with it. But I'll have to be in a hotel for a couple days. Then I need to set up the new studio, set up the home office, which will be in the same room. Once that's done, I'm back on video. So we'll continue our streams, weekly streams, hopefully. <laughs> because I still have to set up internet, because I don't have internet out there. Bear with me, and I appreciate your patience for those that have stuck with me this long. And if you're new, welcome. By the way, I am excited to get the hell out of Nevada. I can't stress to you how long this has been coming to get away from the nonsense that's out here, to get away from the terrible policies that are out here, the fact that it's essentially Eastern California. I am excited to rebuild and regroup, or like the song says, regroup from whoop whoop and change the game, sidetrack, by the way. That's where I want to get to. Separately then, I haven't paid close attention to cryptocurrency, and that's, of course, contributed to my sanity. If you stare at graphs, I would recommend that you don't try not staring at graphs because you'll find, I think, that it's, it's a refreshing feeling. But I did look at it today because I knew I was going to be talking to you guys. Let's see what we see on the numbers. And there's an interesting story to tell. I got a couple of news updates, so by the way. All righty. Predictions across the board. Everything is red. Everything. And it looks like we're still bearish there's been some sentiment loss mostly because of the silvergate situation Jerome Powell, Gary Gensler etc but mostly the silvergate situation feels like the biggest thing that got people nervous the silvergate situation I won't bore you with it here bottom line is that it impacted cryptocurrency simply because of infl- you know involvement it wasn't like a direct thing but it ties to FTX and Poof Hair and everything so it really circles around FTX. It wasn't Silvergate directly. They just happened to be involved in the situation. There's, We said that there's going to be other fallouts of what happened with FTX and we didn't know how long it would last and I was one of the lone voices out there taking care of you guys. Letting you know, I didn't believe that the bull run was here yet. And It felt like we needed one more good crash, one more again. Nobody came back to give me my credit, but I, I felt we weren't ready for a bull run. And it seems like I was correct. It seems like I was spot on because we certainly didn't get it. Secondary to this then, Jerome Powell, who's, of course, with the Federal Reserve, he was testifying before Senate recently. And he made a statement that I thought was very, it made people laugh online. Quote, we don't want to stifle innovation. So he's talking about cryptocurrency. He doesn't want to strangle crypto innovation. He doesn't want to stifle it. However, he's been one of those who has made statements that have caused a bearish sentiment. He has been supportive of statements made to banks, warning them away from involvement in cryptocurrency. These very statements, these this messaging, does exactly what he says he doesn't want to do, which is stifle innovation. Quote, we've seen just a remarkable set of events in the crypto space. A lot of turmoil in the past year, We see a lot in crypto things that suggest that regulated financial institutions should be quite cautious in doing things in the crypto space. These statements do exactly the opposite of what he says. They purposely stifle innovation because they are not embracing a technology that could help innovate the financial space. Now, I know what he would think. He would think that he's got people's best interest in heart because that's how government thinks. And he's not directly government, but you get the point. They think, bottom line, we have to keep people safe from risk. In some regard, there are people out there that welcome that as the standard as it should be. I am not one of those. I am not one that believes that you keep people safe from their own choice to accept risk. I'm rather a supporter of education. Education is difficult because some people suck at it but you've heard me, I'll tell you this straight up because I want you to make your own decision. It's not for me to tell you what to do, with your money. I'd rather educate you because it makes you stronger by learning how to make your own decisions and choices and then being an outlet for those that would like to ask the question, whether on YouTube, here on the podcast at CryptoTalkRadio.net, on our site at CryptoTalkRadio.net slash contact, in our Discord at CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord, etc., and so on. These are ways that we can educate and help you learn how to navigate this tumultuous situation that we're dealing with without telling you what to do. If I just tell you what to do, you don't grow. I would rather see you grow and be stronger, and then maybe you can help other people get in. Because the more people we educate in this space to do it correctly and avoid the garbage that's out there, we all get paid. And who wouldn't want that? So then, after he says this, I go a little bit deep digging. And I notice a couple of things that are happening. First of all, I mentioned on one of the past episodes about the attempt, the secondary attempt to get NFTs on the Bitcoin network blockchain. I thought that was kind of a joke because I feel like all you're doing is adding risk to Bitcoin. And it's been tried before and it's failed. Later. There were more information coming out about this and further deep details of what we're trying to do. What we're trying to do, apparently, is do some roll-up stuff. Roll-up stuff. I'm not going to bore you with the, the deep nuts and bolts, technical nuts and bolts around this, but what it's intended to do is benefit the Ethereum chain leveraging the Bitcoin network. By taking groups of transactions and rolling them up into a single transaction. And think of it in a way like a way a VPN works. And if you don't know a VPN, don't worry about it. I'll simplify it for you. When you use a VPN, virtual private network, what happens is your computer needs to request something or something needs to be sent to you. The VPN is a tunnel. Your communication is shipped quote-unquote, through and from the tunnel in a way that outside cannot intercept it and cannot see it, (laughs) quote-unquote, cannot intercept it, cannot see it, cannot interact with it directly, but you still get the information that you need. The result is that the recipient on the other end cannot tell, let's say, your location very easily. They have to work hard on it. Your internet provider can't tell exactly what's being communicated. They see traffic but don't know what it is. This roll-up is a very similar type of transaction where it's taking this bundle of transactions, rolling it up, and then pumping it through the Bitcoin network in a way that should, in theory, protect the privacy of the transactions, which is a gap currently in blockchain, but also potentially make the network more efficient. Do I believe that it's going to achieve those gains? No. But it's intriguing to think if there is a success to this to be able to do this kind of thing and pull it off successfully, repeatedly, and that's a permanent thing. There could be some big things to that. So I do think it's worth watching. So if you're curious about this, there's chatter rolling around social media right now. You can check out roll kit, is what you're looking for. Just do a search for roll kit bitcoin. Roll kit is one word. And you'll find a couple articles talking about it. Again, I do think that there's at least some potential. Excitement to be had around this. The idiot Vitalik, as I refer to him, Vitalik Buterin, recently got some chatter on social media because he dumped $700,000 worth of, quote, shit coins that he never asked for. The big story around this, when SHIB was a thing, I'm talking way back yonder, when SHIB was a thing, SHIB sent roughly half of its supply, total supply, to the idiot Vitilic, this was before its price pump. He then literally sent it to the burn wallet. He burnt it. He didn't do anything. He just got rid of it because he said he didn't want it. The big story around this is <laughs> all these other so-called, quote, shit coins thought that they could get away with this and that they could hook into that and benefit from this, oh, he's going to take our coins and burn them for us do, do, to try to cause a pump because at the time he was perceived as low hanging fruit. They figured it'd be easy to do this. (laughs) So I'll never forget way back when, this is like early 2021, if I recall correctly, it was a little while ago, but this was the big thing floating around is we want them to dump our tokens. And, you know, so we can get a pump off this business, right? ID Finance, A-I-D-I, which used to be IDEu sent a bunch of tokens, again, to the idiot Vitalik, thinking he would burn them. He didn't. He dumped them, like sold them, and kept pocket the money, which tanked the token. Turns out, they actually sent liquidity to him. And they sent a lot of liquidity to him. So it tanked like 80%. I remember that, and it was an embarrassing thing that they'd never recovered from. That's why this article about him dumping seven hundred thousand dollars worth of shit coins was intriguing because it's basically that again. Allegedly, he didn't want this thing. He didn't want these coins, and so he just goes ahead and dumps them, sells them for profit, do, do, and causes major price crashes of all these because all of these different ones they keep sending a bunch of tokens to this dude, hoping that he'll burn them. And instead of burning them, he dumps them. So here's the list of the ones we know of. Shikoku, which I never freaking heard of, almost $600,000 worth of this garbage, 500 trillion tokens, which that might have even been half their supply for all I know. That was airdropped to him. 10 billion cult DAO for just under $100,000. That's not a crazy amount, but cult DAO certainly. Now, Colt Dow has a mechanic that I'll talk about here in a second. Mops, which I never heard of, but about $2,000 worth of mops. That's not that big of a deal. That, but the big thing here is that the liquidity of these was already low. So when you have a, a basically an imbalance for your liquidity, if your liquidity is already low and you have this major sell, you're basically impacting the It's almost like a rug pull that's not a rug pull. And he knows that yes, this is this is going to be a problem for the tokens. And he doesn't give it to him because he doesn't care about these. So he has said before, he doesn't want the garbage sent to him. And regardless of him saying that, they still send garbage out to him. And so as a result, we see these, what essentially is a straight up rug pull. People are pissed on social media. They're not happy because of this garbage. The thing is, they had to know that this was gonna happen because that's what he did with SHIB. That's what he did with I well, SHIB was a burn, but the point is he dumped them. And then SHIB's not really gonna go anywhere now because this because it's burnt. It's <laughs> so everybody holds what's out there. It pretty much hits the peak now. But ID, ID finance completely tanked after the same thing happened, and these same developers of these projects don't learn because. They think, yeah, they did it over here. They do it over here for us. Doot, 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 My The moral of this, if you happen to be a developer of a token and you're listening to my show, I'm going to strongly recommend that you don't do what these people keep doing, which is to send your token to this guy. I wish you would stop doing that because if you don't, all you're doing is causing harm to your investors. I don't know what it will take, To get people to understand that but that's what i'd like you to understand now let's flip flip this over here mops which i knew not a damn thing about knew nothing about it don't know about the project never covered it don't care mops seems to have a pretty decently strong community to it so that's worth something it has a lot of traffic on the decent side so after this dump happened the price immediately rebounded. It didn't get all the way back what it lost, but it rebounded pretty darn strong after this dump. They bought back in on the dip. So, at least with MOPS, we saw that people were pretty darn confident that this was still a strong project. Colt Dow was already down. And after it continued to go down before this, it does the dump. People did buy some more back in, but Certainly not the same strength that we saw with Mops. Well, Colt Dow has arguably, in my opinion, one of the strongest in terms of the social media overhypeness where Mops I hadn't even heard of. Colt Dow I've heard of and it's all over the place, and yet it doesn't have the same strength of community that we saw with Mops. Colt Dow has a lot more traffic, a lot more volume, but the strength of the community to rebound from that major crap out was nowhere near close. I don't know if that's because of lack of confidence. But with Colt Dow, apparently, I was told this because read the manifesto, apparently, Colt Dow built some mechanic that when people sell is supposed to help the price go up because of the, the mechanics that they have. It didn't seem to fucking work here, and I am sorry, but I had to say that. Didn't seem to fucking work here because this dude went down and stayed down. It did not rebound like this mops that I, I've i never heard of. I could probably ask, and I don't think anybody's heard of this garbage. I I doubt it. Shikoku then, which I've never heard of, never heard of. Shikoku went straight down, like pump and dump level straight down. Straight down, did not recover hardly at all, and seems to have no strength of buy power, even though its volume trading volume is roughly four times that of the other two and i can only speculate it's because of the supply that we're dealing with and remember when you sell the tokens you're basically dumping them back in there and making them no value as opposed to a burn and that's why if you have a super high supply like shikoku does indeed have one quadrillion in supply selling half the freaking supply essentially that was going to tank it and it's not going to recover because at that point, there's no way you're going to chew that up. Just to put it in perspective, SHIB supply was one quadrillion. If I recall, it's right now 500 trillion and it's struggling to get, get rid of this stuff. So I found it intriguing, fascinating to see the different behaviors in the community that a lot of people, are buying this Shikoku, but because the supply is staying large, it doesn't really matter. It's still an all-time low and not climbing. <laughs> so the volume's high, but it's not going up. Meanwhile, Colt Dow, which has allegedly these mechanics that are encouraging of cells, was not recovered by the cells, even though the volume is high. And this Mops, which nobody I've never heard of and never seen any hint of has a decent level of volume but it seemed to rebound really strong i can only as i can only think that the strength of the community is playing a factor at least with mops the other ones i have no idea what's going on if you're in the cult Dao community and you're not one of the diehards who's going to argue with me and you'll acknowledge what you see to be the truth that i'm talking about which is that cult Dao did not recover despite having a decent volume i'd love to hear from you about it CryptoTalkRadio.net, hit contact or join our Discord, CryptoTalkRadio.net Discord, or hit us on Twitter and let us know what you think about that. I'm curious. I don't think anybody who's in Shikoku, maybe, but I don't think they are, is in listening to my channel. But if you do, I'd love to hear from you about that as well. And then Mops, again, I've never heard of that one, but if you're in that, I'd love to hear from you as well. All fascinating stuff, all triggered by one person dumping bags, because guess what, people? this is my closure, he don't give a damn about you. He doesn't care about you. So developers, stop sending your freaking tokens to them because all you're doing is damaging your investors on the way out. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form. The link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also check out our triad. The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of smart, strong, smart investors. The ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word jeet and the ones that will say the word Keck. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project, it doesn't matter what it is. be smart with your investments, make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table, your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you, they're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it's all we ask.